right, we're going. Wake up, Spencer. Welcome back to a freshly squeezed episode of the Flow Skate Podcast. I am Stinchy. With me is Spencer and Christopher Peterson Mason. Before I get into things, let's check in around with the boys. Spencer, we'll start with you. How are things up in Portland? How's the golf game? What's been going on? Yeah, playing a little bit, but season's winding down. Rain's starting to come. Sun's out today, so I might try and sneak in uh, nine holes tomorrow, see if I can you know, dust them off, but we're probably uh, looking at the end of golf season here pretty soon. That's that's wild because other than really December and January here, you can pretty much play whenever. I can yeah, play year Yeah, fuck Good you. Florida Florida's even, for you. Florida's even way golf more different se- than Texas. Golf season is literally starting right now in Florida. Yeah, that's now. That's like now when we went to nicest to be outside. When we went to Arizona season. last year. That was like the guy. The guy at the one course was like, "We're getting ready for our like big tourism season because everyone from fucking cold places goes and plays golf." Uh, so, what are you gonna get? What are you gonna get into when it starts raining and gets cold, Spencer? Yeah, not really sure. I might try some of the indoor simulation golf places. There's a few that have been popping up around Portland, so I might hit up a couple of those. Yeah, to let me know how those are. Those are popping up around here all over the place too. I've just never. They charge so much. I've I heard like, good things. But they charge as much as an actual golf round. That's the thing. That is yeah. a You know what I mean? Like when you think about it. But all right. Well, glad we we'll checked see. in with you. Uh, Mason, how, <laughs> Mason, how are things down in, in Florida? Um, I know um, you, you hang out with Ron DeSantis, don't you? No, I definitely do not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he doesn't even hang out in Florida because he's probably afraid of everyone who lives here. <laughs> Most people are. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. How's uh, How's Disney World? What's been going it, on? It's pretty slow right now, but it sounds like they're trying to change a bunch of things back to the way they were pre-COVID. So a lot more flexibility, which means a lot more people should come. And they're also raising ticket prices. So, how much? How much? How, how much? If I don't know you and I and I want to get a flash pass, how much for a day pass? Um, I don't know how like, much it's going to be on the new one, but like right now, normally it's between one hundred and twenty-five and one hundred and fifty dollars per day. That's nuts. I mean, that's that's, that's six hundred. Like a family, if you have two, key, I mean, yeah, I guess that's. True. And that's not even that's so, not like, even, dude, that's. Like, that's not even with like the lightning lane stuff included. That's an extra twenty to twenty five dollars per person per day. Yeah, it's like when I worked at the ski resort, these families of six people would come in and get lift tickets for three days, rentals for three days, and it's like fourteen hundred, fifteen hundred dollars, like mm-hmm. just for three, just for three days. Yeah, just, just so quickly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. Just the tickets alone here are very expensive and then you throw in all the extra stuff like the food the souvenirs and stuff like yeah. that the hotels How's the golf game it's good i played a few weeks ago for the first time in a while and i played pretty well my sand game was 
probably some of the best it's ever been. See, I'm worried for the next time I play a course with sand because a course that I'm going to be playing a lot just based on where it's located. Um, it's it's a nice course, but their bunkers are under renovation right now, and they like just started the renovation process like a couple weeks ago. So mm-hmm. that means like they're not they're just mud, right? You know what I mean? Like they're not even they're like it's so it's going to be a while. So that's my last two scores are 86s, but that's 86s with not having to play out of bunkers. But I really, the last round I was only in, I only pulled twice. Um, so a it, it, little little skewed, but I don't make the rules. I just play the course. Yeah, you got to play the local so, rules. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, yeah. So until they get the bunkers done, they, they, they did it at another course I really like in the same area and it took them a really long time. Uh, but now the, the I actually don't mind being in the bunkers now there when I'm in because it's like super nice, like white sand, nice and smooth. Um, yeah. So hopefully that's what this course is doing. But I'm I'm swinging pretty well. Glad you guys asked me. Fuck you. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, no one cares. Also had eight. Yeah, how, how, how are things? In, how are things in Texas, Sawyer? Um, I like I just said they're pretty good. I had eight goals in my roller hockey game last night. We won eleven to six. Um, so I had eight of the eleven. Really put one on. Really put the boys on my back last night. Um, had a nice twelve ounce sirloin potatoes chili from texas roadhouse and a bunch of cinnamon rolls before so that was it, i was just fueled by texas roadhouse last night it was unbelievable yeah. <laughs> an unbelievable performance by your boy um oh my that's, God. yeah that's that's enough of that let's get straight into things um before we get into our predictions i want to talk about just um the the miscellaneous hockey thing so we got some signings to talk about um and then we have a few other things to talk about as well um, first and foremost, first and foremost, um, shout out to Barry Melrose. Um, he is going to be, uh, going through a, a Parkinson's battle here. Um, and, uh, it's tough, um, cause we all probably know somebody, um, affected by that. Um, and, it, and it's a tough thing to go through. Um, and he's a hockey legend. Um, so we don't want to harp too much on the bad things, but, um, Barry's a, a tough son of a bitch. So he will, you know. He'll, he'll fight it as best he can. Um, so we're Barry. With I mean, Bacci. what, 30, I think 30 years involved in professional hockey. That's nuts. Yeah, he's a legend. He's a legend. Yeah. Absolute legend. Um, so the, the he's basically podcast, the face of ESPN, too. Yeah, yeah. Is, is he in the Hall of Fame? Uh, I don't know. Um, Mason, you want to do a quick little little research on that on your phone there? If you No, you're on your phone, you fucking clown. <laughs> Don't dare! Don't you am, dare try to exit too. out of this yeah, fucking I was like, I chat, you son of a bitch! <laughs> don't you do it. We'll, we'll look that up later. But yeah, the flow skaters with Barry. So um, shout out to Barry. If he's not, um, he should be. Yeah, um, and then um, just a little bit of more sad news. Um, we do want to say um, rest in peace to Chris Snow, um, the uh, Calgary assistant general manager who um, lost his battle with ALS and um, who fought really, really hard for a lot of years um, and was very, very noble in um, sharing his fight pretty much every day um, online and with the world. Um, a lot of people like to keep that private, and that's, that's, their, that's their right, but he wanted to take it the other way and really make it known and, and try to do as much as he could, and he did a lot. Um, so um, thoughts and prayers and condolences uh, to the Chris Snow family uh, and the Calgary organization for that loss. Um, but moving into, um, some, some, some better news, um, Rasmus Dahlin and Owen Power have signed Buffalo has locked up their back end for the next seven years, at least, 
Um, Rasmus Dahlin got paid eight years, $88 million, $11 million at the cap hit. That's a lot of bananas. And then Owen Power, seven years. <laughs> seven years for Owen Power, 58.45 million total, 8.35 million cap hit, as Michael Scott would say. That's a lot of guacamole. Um, yeah, so Buffalo's locked up their their two guys. Um yeah, I I I can't here's the thing though. That's a lot of skill. They're gonna have to find some some back end boys that can fucking put some mustard on guys and, and meat and potatoes. Those will be easier to find because those will be cheaper. They still have Alex Tuck, uh, at least up front. He's a big boy. Yeah, they, they but I was I so we'll get into the playoffs later. Um, but I, I was going through their roster earlier. There's not a lot, they need a lot of meat and potatoes. They need they they need a they can go get it. Yeah, that I think that's I think as the season goes on, that's what we're gonna see them move into. Um I think both these guys deserve the money that they got. There's no way you're getting Rasmus Dalin at any cheaper than eleven million. Um he would have yeah, I was gonna say he would have been offered that anywhere. And I, I would say with the potential that Owen Power has, the eight point three five right now is a number that could get restructured in the future if he starts being the player that everyone thinks he's gonna be, because that's a steal. Um, because he's he's a very high draft pick and is supposed to be right up there with Rasmus Dahlin. So when you think about a $3 million difference, that could get restructured here in three or four years. Um, and he, he could be getting a little bit more. Um, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm an idiot, so I'm not sure how that works, but I, I could see that happening. Do you think fair, fair contracts, both of you guys? Fair contracts for both those guys? What was the, what was the term on Powers? Powers is seven years, 58.45, 8.35 cap hit per year. I think that's going to end up being a bargain. That's I think what I'm right saying. now, uh, yeah, I think right now he earns mm-hmm. that. But I think, you know, in eight years or whatever, I mean, that's going to look real good, him making that amount of money. So I think that's a real good deal there for both. I mean, the kid's going to make his money. I mean, he's going to get a ticket after this one. So I don't think he was really maybe worried about the dollar amount. He's probably worried about the term because Buffalo is doing the right thing. They're moving in the right direction. They're a few pieces here and there from being a very, very legit Stanley Cup contender. So I don't think he wants to go anywhere right away. No, they are on a and Do- uh, Yeah, Darlene's sick. So. Yeah, Mason, what do you think? Fair contracts? I think so. Because I think Darlene would have gotten that much or more anywhere else. Oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. He took a second, though. He like he came into the league pretty he highly took doubted. A it was just quiet. Yeah, did, it was but, like but, everyone kind of thought he, he was out. Buffalo. Buffalo. He never, and he never Buffalo believed. And he, and he was never in the AHL. He never played a game yeah. in the AHL. Like, he, he, he came up and he was there right from the beginning. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. So, Buffalo yeah, said, screw everybody that. else. This is our dude. Yeah. Which um, is what you need to do when you draft someone of that caliber. You need to get them just in games, even if the games are shitty games when your team is not good, which is yeah, absolutely this draft. Absolutely. To everybody's surprise, the Winnipeg Jets came out of nowhere when everyone thought they were going to be big sellers right from the start, and they signed Mark Shifley and Connor Hellebuck to identical contracts. And when I say identical, I mean absolutely identical. I don't think I've ever seen uh, – I don't really think – I mean, I – you know, now that I we do the podcast, I pay a lot more attention to um, caps and numbers and contracts. I've never seen an identical t- contract. They both signed seven years, fifty nine point five million total, 
8.5 million a piece cap hit per year. Um, identical contracts. Everyone thought Hellebuck would 100% be gone. And the, with Mark Shifley's attitude and some of the things he said last year, um, everyone thought he would also eventually be gone as well. There's still a chance they could trade Shifley, but I don't know why you would sign any of those two to a long to a seven year deal if trading them is possible is, is a possibility. What do you boys think? I was really, I mean, I I think they deserve those contracts. I was just surprised by it because, I mean, so they're pretty much signing on for the rebuild, which I feel like both of those guys want to make a run in they're a cup in those eight seven eight years, and they're not going to do it in Winnipeg. So I thought. I thought it was strange that both those guys that they would sign. Yeah, Winnipeg wants to sign them for sure. I'm more surprised that they would sign the tickets. I, I never thought about it that way. That's a very interesting take. Uh, um, yeah. What the fuck are those two doing? Mason, what the fuck? Riding into the sunset on their riding into the sunset, I guess. I was going to say, yeah, they just, the dollar signs sometimes are depending on the player. If, if you if you're comfortable where you're at and don't care, or maybe they truly do think they're in a good enough rebuild to where they can do something, but oh, they're so bad. You see, I, we'll get into we'll get into that. I was they're going to. So it's probably yeah. not. It's probably not <laughs> happening. But I'm saying yeah, they, they're they, so they bad. <laughs> we'll get into that. Um, Whoever's so, in the Winnipeg back office is a really good salesman. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's great, great. So yeah. Jeez, how agents though? I guess yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta think their agents were 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 pushing that too. So they must have really wanted to be there, because um, you would have think there would would have been options. But moving right along, um, there are a, a few guys that are right now jacked up on FNX Fit supplements. Um, code Flowskate gets you fifteen percent off everything FNX Fit. FNXFit.com, FNX.com. Um, go to their Instagram, give them a follow, um, order some products, and use code Flowscape again for 15% off. But there are a couple guys in the league right now absolutely jacked up on some FNX products. One of them being the other night, and I, I really just because of the new rivalry with Dallas, don't like giving Vegas a lot of props. Um, but Chandler Stevenson is fucking buzzing. He was was all over the place. He was all ice. over, yeah. He was yeah, all over it, the place. He's fucking, he's in a good fucking way. buzzing. Not yeah, like in a very in a very good way. Vegas looks looks tough. Um, we'll get into our Stanley Cup predictions that we we Spencer fucking screenshotted the other day, so no one has an out. Um, but Vegas looks like they are going to be a tough through for anybody, regardless of who you are or how much skill you have. Um, and the other guy I have, you guys may have a couple other guys that are jacked up on FNX right now. Um, Austin Matthews comes out fucking guns blazing, hat trick right out of the gate. Um, so he was definitely hitting the fucking protein, uh, in the pre-workout before that game. Um, who else am I missing somebody? Uh, Besser had four goals last night. Oh, gee, how the fuck do stay hot? Didn't you four, fucking four. miss? Yeah. You fucking missed the guy. Four that goals. Had yeah. Four goals. I mean, it was eight, eight, one, but yeah, he had four goals last night, but the so, thing about Matthews, he just makes it look so easy. Those goals just like effortless. He's fluid. The goalie's he out in the corner, yeah. and then he just, like, tucks it in the far corner. It's just like, golly. Yeah. yeah, the puck comes off his stick, like you said. It, it looks effortlessly. Um, Brock Besser took every FNX product that they make, and he put it in a shaker cup, and he shook it up, and he drank it. He said, let's fucking go, baby. And he, like you said, came out with four fucking goals. Stay hot. I can't believe I forgot. 
Brigatti at four um, and forgot him in general. Um, but Chandler Stevenson, Austin Matthews, Brock Besser, uh, Mason, are we forgetting anybody? Are those, are those pretty much the main three that came out of the gate jacked up on FNX? I would say those are probably the main three this time. I can't really think of anyone who had a super good game. I would say maybe like honorable mention to Milan Lucic for getting a point in his first game back as a Bruin. He actually looked pretty good that night. Yeah, and I guess uh, you know uh, we'll 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 just go ahead and, and get into it again. Code Flowskate fifteen percent off. Um, Connor Bedard. Um, we were texting about him the first game. He Spencer, you said he looked shaky. I just thought he looked like he was. I think he. I, th- I thought he looked like he was almost told take it slow. Like like let the pace of the game kind of come to you. Like don't take anything too fast because he was finding areas and he was moving the puck up ice. Um, but he did look like he wasn't, shoot. he had, he had a lot of opportunities to shoot the puck that first period, like his, like his shot, like the shot he has and he didn't. Um, but so the reason I said that is, I mean, I bet you in his entire career, he's never, you said, you, over you said he's going to suck. He's never, no, I did not. <laughs> he's never <laughs> tripped over his own feet twice in one shift is in his entire career. Did you and watch he did the it twice up, on though? a power play? Well, did you watch the warm-up? He when him he and the other the rookie, he missed. Okay, so he missed. He missed the first puck, then grabbed the second one, and then missed whiffed on the pass. Over, you know, like whiffed That's on what the, I mean. Like, so there was just some nerves. He settled in, and he ended up looking good. But that first period, it just—I mean—you could tell he was young. I mean, that's all I was saying. Is he just yeah, looked then, nervous? And you could see it, but. I mean, just happy I be would be absolutely, <laughs> I would be puking and, oh, it'd be so bad. Well, he came out the second game, shoved it right up your, shoved the nervous take right up your hoop and uh, had a very, very nice, beautiful wraparound goal um, against, oh, Boston, against Boston, against Boston, who oh, was, was pretty. a really good team. So, and that's good on him too for, he's got two points in two games. He's a point per game player and his first two games were against Pittsburgh and Boston. I mean, what the fuck else do you, you know I mean? It's. He's going to be on the road too. Not even yeah, like he's gonna on be the road at that, that age. Yeah. I know he's the real deal. I think he's got to stay healthy. He looks tiny out there. So he's going to some weight and get, and get in the weight room. For I don't sure. think that, ma- but I don't think that matters anymore. Cause Washington just signed that. They just signed that guy who's five, seven, one forty. So you, it's just, you like, don't think so. But again, who just won the cup A big old bruiser of a Vegas team. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But United Center is going to be fucking buzzing. Mason's having an old fashioned. This is his new thing, and I'm absolutely okay with it. <laughs> I'm so okay with it. <laughs> I'm um, here for it. Yeah, I'm here for it. United Center is going to be buzzing. Um, real quick, um, before we get into our, but yeah, Connor Bedard is going to be a great fucking player. Um, be- I think before Fantilli we get in- starts tonight. I'm excited to watch that kid too. So. Yeah, um, I, is did is Kent Johnson? Is he going to be on the main roster for Columbus? Because he's fucking nasty. We'll see. Do we I don't know? See okay. Why not? Okay, pay attention. If you, I got a coach tonight. So if you're if you're watching that game tonight, we, if you pay attention and, and let me know if Kent Johnson's mm-hmm. playing, I'm interested to see if he if he cracked the squad or if they're going to give him his nine games because he's fucking dirty. Um, and he played in that roller league with Bedard on Bedard's team over the summer. But I would um, assume he'd get his nine games at least. Yeah, I yeah. See why not. La- last thing, Derek Stepan has retired from the NHL, a guy that I think all three of us have pretty much watched since he came into the NHL. Um, he had some really, really good runs with the Rangers um, and was a really big contributor to their cup run. 
um, when they lost to LA um, on the classic Alec Martinez goal. Fuck you, Stu. Um, I just wanted to say fuck you, Stu. I don't even have a problem with LA. <laughs> um, but um, Derek Stepan, uh, congratulations on a, on a fantastic career. Um, got paid, made some money, um, was with Carolina last year, um, and yeah, just decided it's it's time. So good on you. Um, enjoy retirement from the Flowscape podcast. Moving right along, um, let's get into um, our predictions for playoffs um, and the Stanley Cup um, winners just because predictions are for schmucks. And if you don't do them, it, everybody fucking does them. All right. So let's do our predictions. Um, do we start with East or West? Let's start with West. Everybody starts with the East. Let's start with the fucking West. The West is better this year, so we might as well. Yeah, let's yeah, let's start with the West. Um, and let's start let's start specifically. Let's go. Let's throw a real curveball here and go Pacific, uh, because it's going to lead me into a segment here. Um, so for Spencer, who do you have in the Pacific? In who? What four teams out of Pacific do you have in? So the three teams I have in for sure are Vegas, Edmonton, and LA. I think those teams are just so strong, so, so strong. LA's, LA retooled on the fly, and they're ready to go again. I think their goaltending is an incredibly suspect, but I think through center, like, I mean, Anze Kopitar is the best two-way center in the league now with Bergeron gone. As far as, like, who might sneak in out of there, I've got Seattle, maybe Calgary. I think Vancouver could put it together. But Seattle probably takes the wild card from from the Pacific, I think. Um, but I, I mean that that division is absolutely stacked this year after being absolutely terrible last year. So you have Calgary, Anaheim, San Jose, and Vancouver out. Yeah, something like Say that. It. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. That there sounds right. <laughs> All right, Mason. What's your Pacific division looking like? Uh, it's actually pretty much the same as Spencer. And I think kind of what he was saying, LA is probably the team that's like scary good to make a cup run that's sneaky because I think everyone's going to talk about Edmonton and Vegas. Vegas will probably go the furthest because Edmonton and I still think they're going to choke this year. So they'll make it to the playoffs. Yeah, look at their goaltending. They did. They did put their goalie back yeah. in last night. They were getting beat so bad. So yeah. this is this is where I kind of disagree with you guys. Um, in I have the same four teams in, but I've got them ranked a little bit differently. Um, I've got Vegas, you know, as as the top dog in the Pacific. I've got LA. When I was looking at LA's roster, I would, earlier I was like, holy shit, this team is actually really fucking good. Um, they are yeah. so deep at forward. They did they a really huge. really sneaky. Yeah, even with losing Ayafalo, like they're they're really deep at forward, and even with losing Dursey on the back end, they're still really deep there too. Um, I I think based on what I, if Seattle plays the way they they didn't win, but if they played with the tenacity that they played the first night, they're hundred percent going to be in the playoffs because that's going to be a hard pace for teams to keep up with. Um, but we'll see if they can keep up with it. My asterisk is fucking Edmonton. Um, and the reason being is you can't you can't have all these expectations on you. You can't have the best player in the world. You can't arguably have the second, if not 
arguably the, the third best player in the world in Dreisaitl and come out game one and get fucking pillaged like they did. I mean, that's, that was eight goal, eight fucking goals right out of the gate. So right out of the gate, I am putting them in the polar recovery cold plunge because they're fucking cold. And they've got to turn it around like immediately. They can't, they can't lose two games in a row. I really don't think they can. And I'm not saying that's going to knock them out of the playoffs when it's an 82-game season, two games. What I'm saying is that does nothing for your team's morale. With, with just how much stress and how much pressure is already coming along with playing in the Canadian market, coming out and getting shelled fucking for the first game and then continuing to not be able to put it together could cause a lot of fucking problems. Um, and that's going to cause mass panic in that city. Um, so they're my Astros team because if they figure it out, they could be the team in the Pacific that takes down Vegas or or takes the, the Pacific title away from Vegas. But if they don't figure it out, they're going to be that team where a team like Calgary could fucking come out of nowhere and, and knock them out. Um, but as of right now, I have them in and I've got Calgary, Anaheim, San Jose and Vancouver out as well. I just Calgary's just I just I looked at their roster just <laughs> not impressed me. And just Vancouver's just not there yet. Um, and we know what we're getting with Anaheim and San Jose. So uh, moving into the central, um, we'll go to you, Mason, first. In the central, who do you have in? Colorado, probably first in the central for obvious reasons. McKinnon's going to put the team on his back again. is going to be nasty, most likely. And then... Who would I put number two? Just give me your four, you fucker. Okay, okay. I think Dallas is in. <laughs> I think Spit it out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, today, Junior. Colorado, Dallas, then, Minnesota. I do think four. I do think Nashville gets in. I thought Nashville was actually pretty impressive the other night because they looked really nope, bad Spencer, at first. This is where they I had problems. Back. I agree. This uh, we'll get into it. This is where I had problems coming up with my four team. But Mason's got Nashville. I don't. I'm. 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 I'm not totally against that. I'm not totally against that. I am totally. They against were the hardest right pick, now. But they were the hardest pick. But the other night when they kind of like fought back that early grit that shows me that they're at least going to be a team that fights whether or not they can keep fighting all season. That's yet to be seen. Well, and it's just something about Brunette. I really, I really like him as a coach. Really like him as a coach. I think I, I and I'm, and I, I don't. I think I'm not saying I want Nashville to be good, just because. But, but when Dallas, so when Dallas and Nashville, Nashville had a great playoff series, yeah, that's a great and the outdoor game. That was a great rivalry when Nashville was good. So, um, yeah, when Nashville's I, good, it's good for the sport. I think. So you have Winnipeg, St. Louis, Chicago, and Houston. I mean Arizona. Sorry, out. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Spencer, um, in the central, who do you have in? Who do you have out? Um, I, I know you don't have Nashville in based on, on previous statements already. Um, but go ahead. Uh so I've got Colorado, Dallas, and Minnesota in. And honestly, I think that's it. I think both wild cards go to the um to the Pacific Division. Really? Yeah. If you had to pick a fourth, who would you pick? If you had to, yeah, if you had to pick a fourth from the central out of all the central teams, who is it? Probably Winnipeg. Ew. I, Sorry, Jesse. They just, Love you, Jesse. 
Holiday they just seem to pl- I don't know. They just seem to kind of like every year for whatever reason they make the playoffs no matter what, even if they're really bad. So I don't know. If I have to pick one, I'd probably pick them. But honestly, I think both wild cards are from the Pacific this year. So and 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 out of my love for for Jesse from Bar Down, um as my my the hard time I had having with this is um so you have this, you, it's the same for you, Spencer. Um, the same for me, Dallas, Colorado, Minnesota. And then I picked a fourth. Um, I went Nashville um, over Winnipeg. And I, reason being is I pulled up their rosters and I put them side by side. And Nashville, there was a little bit of friction in my pants. I'm, I'm not going to say it was, it was a full hard on, but there was, a, there was a slight bit of friction. Um, when I looked at Winnipeg's roster, it, put me in a sense of being in Winnipeg in the dead of winter and my penis went back inside of myself. Um, and that is, that is the, the feeling that I went with. Um, again, um, I love you, Jesse, but I had to go Nashville. I just don't think Winnipeg is there yet. Even with the resigning, I think it is going to boost morale a little bit. Um, I just don't think they have the team um, to really compete in that division right now. Um, and, and, Again, it's just it's a hard it's a hard place to 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 be in the winter when when things aren't going well. And if things aren't going well, um, we all know how that can go for for teams um, that are in, you know, places considered to be not like hotbeds as far as fun goes. Um, so um, we'll see. Um, I would like to go to Winnipeg one day. I always I always think about um, cool runnings when they get off the no. Are they in Calgary or Winnipeg when they get off the bus in cool runnings? Calgary. It is Calgary. Dang. All right. Stay hot again, Stinchy. I fucked that one up. Um, But that that was my dilemma. Um, Out, we all have. um, Spencer even has Nashville out. Fucking wild. He's got... Spencer has has five teams out in the Central. Um, Winnipeg, St. Louis, (laughs) Chicago, and Houston. I'm sorry. I correct myself. I mean Arizona. Um, They're going to Houston, right? They put the fucking ice. They're making... They're putting ice... the, The ice generator in the Toyota Center. Like I mean, if not, there were what else? Where else expansion? Yeah, where else are they going? And if any, if anything, they will have a sick. They will bring the arrows back for an AHL team. If anything, yeah, yeah they need to bring uh, back the old jerseys too. Yeah, they did for their youth team. I told you that the other day. Their youth programs who fucking they shelled my select team last weekend. They it was not great. Um, but I like to but, hear. Yeah, fuck you. But they, uh, yeah, they they brought back the old. Um, Arrows uniforms look pretty good. All right, let's move into the Metro. Um, Spencer, we will flip back to you. Who do you have in for the Metro? Who do you have out? I've got Carolina, New Jersey, and the Rangers. And probably probably Pittsburgh. I think they'd probably sneak in. I think they they looked pretty good. I I think they'll probably get in. I think there's a chance... Yo, Ronald yeah, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get in, but that's what I'm going with. Those are my four. Okay, so you've okay. All right. Um, so who do you have out? You've got Washington, Philadelphia, Columbus, and the Islanders out. I think Columbus could maybe bump Pittsburgh. You are that's out of your my dark horse. mind. Are you high? What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Columbus is going to be good. The they got teams- Babcock out of there. The two teams that you're going to put in – okay, all right. I, that's They're fine. currently losing 2-1 to one in case you wanted to know. 
that's knucking putts who? that you that you Philly. Don't, don't yeah, don't to who him. To who are you? Philly's gonna be so bad. Torch is just yeah. gonna run well, them they're out losing of, to like, them. run you out of steam. Like losing to them. It's the first game <laughs> of the year. This it's game one of eighty two. We're basing every prediction on the first game of the season. Yeah. 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 Whatever. All right. Yeah. Let's Shut yeah, it. let's yeah, let's let's all let's all let's all over exaggerate right now. It's that's that's the fun of podcasting. Um Mason, who do you have in and out for the Met? Who do you have in for the Metro? All right. In are the same three as Spencer. I actually have Carolina going all the way this year, but my dark horse fourth pick, you already know who it's gonna be. The Washington Capitals. Ovechkin's gonna put the team on his back. I'm delusional, but just wait till it happens. He's gonna that's, score 50 goals this year. Watch. That's just as fucking dumb as Spencer's fucking take. Well, man. we have to have we have to have two crazy. You takes. have to now have you, a team. Now yeah. you get. Now you give us your sound take, Sawyer. All right, here's my sound take. All right, so so Mason, you had Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Columbus, and the Islanders out. Yes, and I have Pittsburgh out mostly out of spite. Yeah, uh, we know that. Um, but they're but they're old like the Caps too. They're they're an injury away from having a crummy season. So all right, that's well, where the Caps are too. But Ovechkin's putting the team on his back. They're gonna sneak into the playoffs. Absolutely, absolutely. Fuck that. Absolutely not. You guys are out, out of your minds. All right, in the Metro, <laughs> I've got I've got Carolina. I've got New Jersey. I've got the Rangers, and I have the motherfucking New York Islanders over Pittsburgh, Washington, Philly, and Columbus. That Islanders roster is low-key fucking stacked. They are really deep at forward, and they've got some they've got some guys that we've forgotten about. Bo Horvat. They bore me. No, 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 no. I think this could be the year they don't bore anybody, and they do a lot of fun things. I've got the Islanders in, and I think you two are fucked on your take on the uh, what Pittsburgh. They did not look good against Chicago. They did not look good against against Chicago. And Washington is. Let's just get over the fucking record and let's just call it what it is. Okay, let's just do it. All right, we don't need to worry about anything else but getting over the scoring record. They don't need to worry about playoffs. They have one number in mind, and that's seventy three. Seventy three Genos for Obi, and we can fucking celebrate and get hammered and and move on from from you thinking Washington has a goddamn chance okay both you two are thing is, when he, got, the thing is, when he scores they win when he doesn't score they don't win so if he puts up 50 that's a potential for them to win 40 I, games I, out of those I, 50 I I think Pittsburgh and Washington will be a lot closer to reaching the playoffs this year than Philadelphia and Columbus do, but I don't think they're going to be. I I think they're going to be eight to ten points away from the New York Islanders when it's all said and done. I hope the Penguins and Capitals silly. play late in the season for whoever gets the last spot. That would, be a, that would be a great rivalry game. What rivalry? Spencer was calling me silly. I had to call him silly back. Would you say? <laughs> The Penguins and Capitals. I hope they have a game late in the season that determines who gets the last seed. That's they're, It's going to determine who gets a higher fucking draft pick, and that's just going to be all boring as hell. Um, but that's just that's 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 what it is. Okay, you guys are nuts. Um, moving on to the Atlantic, uh, we'll start with me. We'll start with me here. Um, let's kick it over to myself. Um, in in the Atlantic, I've got Toronto. I've got Boston. 
I've got Tampa Bay and dum 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 drum roll. I have the fucking Buffalo Sabres in the playoffs this year. Um, and I've got Florida, Montreal, Ottawa, and Detroit out. Florida, I, I think they're going to be shit. I really do. I don't think that trade is in the long run going to work out for them as well as they thought. Now I know Kachuk had to leave. Like he wanted to get out. Like that wasn't a situation he wanted to be in. He didn't want to play there anymore. That's different. I just don't think what they get, what they gave up um, compared to. Yeah. I mean, I know they made it to the cup final. Like I'm not forgetting they made it to the cup final, but we like, they weren't supposed to get there. Um, So we'll see. But as of right now, I have them out. I have Buffalo in. Um, and I was looking at Buffalo's roster. You, do you guys know who Matt Savoy is? Yeah. Yeah. So he like, he's on their raw. I, I think he's going to, he's at least going to get his nine games. I don't know if he's going to be full time. Um, he's fucking nasty. Um, when Bedard was playing triple uh, a, it was like him and Savoy. It was like, anytime they played against each other, it was like crowd like packed crowds. People wanted to see, and they, he was just as competitive um, almost just as competitive in juniors as Bedard was. He's fucking filthy. Um, and I totally forgot Buffalo had him, so I went through their roster. I think I've got them in. Um, the crazy thing to me about this division is anybody you put out is going to be Montreal shit. We know that. But Ottawa, Detroit are all on the rise, and Florida made it to the cup final, so it's hard to keep anybody out. But I have Buffalo in. Um, so we'll go to Mason first on this. Um, what do you think about that? And who do you have in? So I have the same top three in. I think my order is probably Toronto, Tampa, then Boston. But I do have Florida in. Even though they're not going to make the cup final, I still think they get into the playoffs. I still think they're good enough. I think the nice thing about Florida is it's a low-pressure situation for the players. When you have low expectations, you get to just have fun. And I feel like that's one of the but things. But they don't have low expectations, team. do they? I mean, they made it to the – I guess, yeah, I, I, you're right. I sound like a hypocrite. I have them out of the playoffs, so that's pretty low expectations, I guess you'd say. Yeah, like I feel like everyone everyone sees the name Florida Panthers and they're like, oh, that's the team that has a half-filled stadium every game. And then they're like, well, who would want to play there? But I feel like when you do play there, you have low expectations. You're still getting paid. You're still in the NHL. You still get to go on sweet road trips, play against other good teams, and you still have a chance to win the Stanley Cup just the same as everyone else. So, so who who do you have in? Who do I have in? Florida. Yeah. So With, Toronto, Toronto, Boston, Tampa, Florida. Yeah, okay. I don't think I don't, Boston's going to be. I mean, I don't. I don't hate team. it. I don't hate it. I, it. It is. It is kind of a you know, but picking Buffalo is the fun reach. I just. I. I just think. I think they're gonna. I think they could get to sneak into the playoffs this year. Um, but you know, I, I would say most people probably agree with you. With well, maybe not because, like you said, low expectations. I don't. I know quite a few people in Florida, but let's yeah. let's double when check with, this with your Buffalo pick too. You also have to weigh how are the two players that just got paid? How are they going to play? Are they going to sit back and enjoy the purse that they just got, or are they going to actually keep yeah. playing? True. The, the pace that they were to earn that money. True. Well, let's double check the Buffalo uh, theory. Spencer, who do you have in? So I have for sure in Tampa and Toronto. I think they run away with that. 
Atlantic. He's, I don't even. He's think killing me with I these. I have these for sure. You're killing me with I, these. Well, I, I just think I think it's wishy washy Spencer over there. But the like after that, I had a really hard time picking a third team because I think I think Florida, Boston, and Buffalo can all take it. It's a matter of who shows up for those teams. If Spencer Knight can come in and play 30 games and take the pressure off of Bobrovsky and Ekblad doesn't miss the entire season, Florida is a really good team. But they have to have those two guys step up, in my opinion. Boston, for me, it comes down to Charlie Coyle. If he can step up and be the guy they need him to be, Boston will be good. But they are missing Krejci and they are missing Bergeron, which are two massive, massive defensive holes. So they've got to figure that out. Pasta's going to score his goals. Marshawn's going to score his goals, and he's going to be a pest. But can they keep the puck out of their own net? I, I don't I don't know right now. So that's my they're question there. They're going to be good. I don't think they're going to be – I don't think they're going to drop off maybe as much as I think. I mean, they're not going to have a record-setting season. I'll say no, that. No, absolutely for not. For sure. Absolutely not. I think, I think it, they might sneak into that third place. For Buffalo, I think they're just going to be fun to watch. It's goaltending for them. If Devin what, – what is it, Devin Levi? Devon Levi, yeah. If he can come in and be the guy, they, they probably can get in. If Patrick Kane ends up in Buffalo, they probably get in. But there's just a few question marks for me in that, that third spot. But I, don't, I probably lean towards Boston. If you had to pick a fourth in, who who's in? Buffalo. Buffalo. I don't okay. think I think Ekblad injury, and I think Spencer Knight doesn't show up. But those are my two questions in Florida. If they do, then then it could be a different situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, quickly, Stanley Cup predictions. Um, we screenshotted it, but let's give it to the to the, to the people. Um, I went with the Homer pick and my Dallas Stars. Um, I I just. Man, I even with hints being out first, there's so many guys out obviously out too already after practice. Like there's so many practice injuries right now. It's crazy. Like high profile guys, um, like missing the first few games because people don't want to rush it, like rush injuries, which is crazy right out of the gate. Um, but even with that, um, I just looking at Dallas, um, I, I I just this is I just think that this is just with the pushes we've been making. I I think if we add a couple pieces before and at the deadline especially towards the back end as far as not just size, because we have size, but grit. Um, we need a guy the size of Hawk and Paw, but who will fucking snap somebody's head off um, like McNabb and Holden Will um, for Vegas. Um, so if we can figure a couple of pieces out like that, we have the offense and we have the goaltending and we have our stud defense. We have our one stud defenseman. Um, so if, we, if again, I just... That's that's my pick. I'm going with Dallas. If I had to pick another team that's not Dallas, just just unbiased, completely going with another team, I do think Toronto might do it. Um, <laughs> it, it God damn it! I'm so sorry. Clip I said it. That. But my Clip but my pick, my, but my screenshotted pick is Dallas. Um, that is who I think is going to win the Stanley Cup. Spencer, who who do you have? I do pick Toronto. They're oh. if, they, if they can get some good, solid goaltending, they are so nasty. That yeah. roster, top to bottom, is so sick. They yeah, can so score. Good. They can punch you in the face. 
They can yep. run you through the boards. I think yep. they can defend this year, but can someone stop the puck? Yeah, that's what's got to be happening there. Yep. All right, Spencer's got Turot. Wow. Wow. All right. There it is. It, it scares me also, to say it. Also, because I also fucking, hate the Stanley Cup going north. So I also, also hate that. But a fucking tra- travesty that they changed the goal song from Hall and Oates to Pursuit of Happiness by Kid Cudi. What the fuck is that? Maybe that's Something what they need to get over the hump. Have Something you heard it? Change. It's so quiet when they score goals. Now it goes, I'm on the pursuit. It's so dumb. Oh, it's not like the techno version. It it is, but techno version. It is the Aoki version. It is, but it's it doesn't work. It doesn't work to me. It just doesn't go. It doesn't work. I need it to see work. it and then I'll weigh my opinion on it. But I think they did need to change the goal song. Maybe it's a poor choice. Not to that. I think something not to needed. That. Yes, I think something needed to change. Not to that. I I still am a fan of you make my dreams come true. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Mason's hard. Mason, who, <laughs> who do you have winning the cup? Don't roll your I, eyes, Spencer. I pick Carolina. Oh, shame. Carolina. I see that's one I had. Ah, I want. Yeah, I just. Yeah, I just, just. I don't know. Goaltending for, so for them. Yeah, but that's how it is for every team that's really good right now. Is like not they're Dallas. really good. They're really good forwards or defense. There's not that many teams that have like the goalie. Tampa no. has the goalie. Who? I would say Her. Dallas has the goalie. I would say the Rangers needs have to show the goalie. up again. Yeah, he needs to show up again. I know. Oh, I know. I know. Um, but that's the thing is they're all they're all up there. But I think the other teams that are going to keep the puck away from their not-as-good goalie, which I think Carolina is that team. I think Carolina is going to they are deep. probably dominate most teams they play and not play in their own zone all that often. So, yeah, I think they are deep inside. I think they're just deep. I think they're going to be gritty. I think there's a lot going on for them. Yeah. All right. Well, then that's that's there we go. There's our there's our uh, playoff predictions. There is um, our Stanley Cup uh, predictions. Um, we really got to wrap this up because I got to go coach. Uh, is there anything else we're missing? I can't think of anything. OK, well, um, I, I am just going to go ahead and say it last um, to, to end the podcast here. Um, I think I speak for all three of us when I when I say um, that the Flowscape podcast um does stand uh, with Israel and what's going on over there. Um, we do not support terrorism um, or genocide or discrimination or racism um, of any kind. Um, and what's happening over there is, is absolutely terrible. Um, and I speak from a place of, 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 uh, of living there, um, having been there, um, spent a, a significant amount of my, my last two summers um, there and, um, you know, the street where my apartment is on was hit by a rocket. Um, there's damage to the street that I live that I live on and lived on um, and love and walk around and go to coffee shops. Um, and um, there are people that I have been acquainted with um, and have met and have seen that are dead or are missing. Um, and there are people that I, I know um, were teammates with um, played against um, that are currently on the front lines and are, are about to go and fight a war. Um, so, um, the Flowscape podcast and myself, and, and I think all three of us, I can speak for all three of us when I say we, we are with you. Um, and our thoughts and prayers are, are with everybody who, who lost anybody over there. 
um, in that horrific tragedy um, and who continue to lose um, anybody over there. And that goes for all innocent civilians. Um, so um, I just wanted to address that um, and say that um, um, the Flowscape podcast is, is here for the Jewish community. Um, so um, we, we are there for you. Um, so I can't say anything more than that. Um, so I think that's a good place to end it. Um, boys, good episode. Great episode. I love you guys. Um, we will see you in a little bit. Flowscape podcast, baby. We are out. Out. Yeah.